everybody. Indie Music Live, episode 122. Yes, you heard me right. That's 122. Can you imagine doing something 122 times in a row? I can't, but I'm doing it right now. So I'm hanging out here with Mr. David Werba. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> what's up, man? Man, I, we're cranking through those reviews, man. We just busted we're through a bunch. Uh, yeah, last week we're we're still, man. We're like we got like fifteen in queue right now, but oh, you be... haven't looked lately, then. Yeah, we got a bunch of new orders, so the, those will be up soon. But uh, we're getting caught up, so bear with us. But excited about tonight, man. We got special guests, the co-founders of uh, Eminate Live, uh, Sean Gardner, Jimmy Frew, and we also got special guests. Well, our featured artist, actually, which mm-hmm. is Rainy Day Crush. We got Matt and Mike here. So, should be a good time. Cool. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining. Let's see here. We have a few people in the house. Sean Gardner. Um, Sean Plata, Gardner's here? <laughs> uh, Rainy Day Crush is here. Weird. Uh, uh, share all your videos. Oh, sorry, share this video. I'll let people know that you're hanging out with us. It's Tuesday night, 10 o'clock Eastern time. Every Tuesday night we do Indie Music Live. Um, we're going to have our panel guest, actually. There's so many different titles for everybody. There's special <laughs> guests, there's panel guests, there's featured artists. But our panel guest, as you like to know, we, as everybody knows, we like to have a past featured artist on. And uh, it was going to be Chris Swan, a.k.a. Loopy, tonight. But I think he got a gig or something, those damn full-time musicians. Very, very sad, Joe. Nights. I don't know what their deal is, but uh, he's pretty popular. And he also just came out with a new single called Hope, so you should check that out. Uh, but let's go ahead and get to the first tune of the night. This is going to be um, coming up featured artists. These guys are going to be featured artists in a few weeks. Um, I discovered these guys that when they uh, purchased a service from us. We've been promote- promoting their music for the past uh, week or two. Really cool hip-hop. This is an, a really cool animated video. It's called Kinship, Out of Place, Artifacts. And uh, share this video out. Let us know what you think in the comments. We'll be right back. Than he ever been. Just take a look at all the evidence. Cell phones, medicine, and computers. Well cloned heifers and the bomb shoes. Enough to blow up the universe. You got God be right, you the first. Hunter set foot upon planetary surfaces. Chemicals used for all kind of purposes. Look, man, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing that you can do that hasn't already been done. For real. Matter of fact, some things the ancients did we still can't do today. Try to build a pyramid or a crystal skull or then dare a lamp. Nope, something tells me, champ, that you can't. The cycle of life revolves like wax. We're all out of place. Artifacts. Listen, you. I 
not in the place, disgraced and out of place, right. humiliated, beaten, enslaved, and displaced. The architects of intellect have made us a chase. In this case, the Dogon is serious B, making calculations on the star that they can't see. Mesopotamians making depictions of a life tree. The mystery to me is seen very clearly. It's like looking at the crystal skull sitting in me, giving me excerpts on today's truth. I wear the group of stones around my neck in the booth, so I'm speaking to you in a tongue of times old. Intellects down, call this binary code. I'm traveling on a journey to watch it unfold, and I follow the signs on the Piri's map and pick up the kinship. Kinship on indie music uh, live 122. They're a couple of brothers, you can check them out on Facebook. They're kinship hip hop, I believe, is their actual Facebook name. Uh, that was out of place art of facts. So if you say it fast, it sounds like out-of-place artifacts, but it's art of facts, a little hip-hop play there. Um, so I, I like these guys a lot. I, when I, once I heard their music, I immediately got in touch with them to, um, to book them for a featured artist slot. So they're going to be on in a couple of weeks. We'll be talking to them. And they have, a, they have a bunch of cool tunes out right now. I really like what they're doing. Um, Dave, Dave Hip-Hop Werba, what do you think? Yeah, Mr. Hip-Hop. I mean, did you reach out to them before you saw the video? No, no, no. They, they, uh, did, we're doing some promo for them and, and, uh, that was it. No, oh, I think we're doing a review. I think we're doing a review. Maybe, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm too busy. That's, it's just like really inventive. I mean, uh, it's tough. It looks like they spent a lot of time in it. I, I was, I was asking Joe in the green room, do you think that's actually them, the singers, those two characters in that video, those cartoon characters? Cause if it is, that, that's amazing, man. I mean, they spent a lot of, Looks like they spent a lot of time on the actual video, and these lyrics, man, really smart lyrics here. I was, I really broke it down, and I was pretty impressed with that. I would like to see a little more energy in the delivery of the rap, I guess, like to match up with the video. Like as of right now, the energy that I feel from the video almost outweighs the sound in a bit. But we're gonna get to talk to them directly about this and what'd you say two or three weeks i think you're muted joe check one two still muted joe all right (laughs) i can't hear joe right now but yeah i think joe's muted so i think yeah, I guess we're just going to move on, Rob. So we're going to go into the next segment. It was I was forced to do a segue. Joe just pushed me into the next section. And it's a very exciting section because we have the co-founders of Emanate.Live, Jimmy Frew and Sean Gardner. Really excited to have them here. So what's up, guys? How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, David. Good, good. Thanks for having us. All right, man. So... We take great pride here at Indie Music Plus in keeping our finger on the pulse of emerging technologies, most specifically live streaming tech, blockchain, and platforms that help artists be more efficient and help them build their career. And that's what you guys are building, man. I'm like super excited about like what's going on with this, uh, with Emanate. Before we get into the juicy details man i'm back Tell, yeah okay joe's back cool good to know <laughs> but jimmy and sean say a few words just real quickly about your personal backgrounds because collectively you have a couple decades in 
like media and music in your background. So say a few words on that, man. Go. Um, I'll let Jimmy go first since this is a music show. He's the music man. Yeah. Cool. I just want to point out that we're we're two of the other. There's two other co-founders, but um, yeah, I'm Jimmy. What up, everyone? I've been in music, electronic music, for ten years. I've done everything from DJing, producing original tracks, touring, um, as well as engineering work, uh, creating and helping other people with their music, and podcast and radio as well, production. So and now I'm an eight. Um, it's been a crazy journey, but good one. Yeah, cool. And, um, you know, I've been into to music for a really long time as well, but not professionally. Um, so what I'm kind of bringing to this project is uh, my experience managing technology teams, working um, for advertising agencies, doing marketing, um, managing businesses, and um, generally working on quite innovative technology platforms. Um, Jimmy and I have done a bit of virtual reality together, um, worked on a lot of augmented reality stuff. Um, we built an app together. So this is just um, the next project, um, but you know we think it's the one that's going to take us the furthest and it's going to keep us busy for a really long time. I tend to agree with that last comment, Sean. So let, let's dig into man the, the details of this. So Emanate is it's a decentralized music technology platform that you guys are building. It's designed to connect participants participants in the music industry. In your mission statement, the purpose reads to build like a a middle class, you know, which is, you know, independent artists in a sense, Um, helping those with talent and ambition to confidently rise from the bedroom or the basement, as I would say, to the main stage. So just like with that as the mission, can you guys explain what you mean by that? Maybe expand on it a bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, for us, like, the music industry is a, a massive beast, and um, you guys probably you know talk about this talk about this a lot. Um, so the the mission statement to focus on building a middle class musicians really is um, using this great new technology that's around to um, help people just get from that um, that early stage where they're starting out um, to a stage where they can actually support themselves and their families and um, feel like they can make a proper living from their music. And we feel like at the moment it's um, you know, there's a massive leap between just starting out and following your passion and um, and and the big time. And it seems as if there's um, there's only really a small at the moment, like a, a small middle class for musicians. And we want to expand that right out by connecting um, participants, connecting listeners, connecting artists with each other, and um, yeah, really just opening up new ways of working together and new ways of monetizing um, music beyond the kind of mainstream channels. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I've preached this word many times, just for years, through my different platforms and everything. That you know, the Spotify, the the SoundCloud, the Apple, and everything. The, these platforms are built for the major label artist, disguised as something built for the independent artist. I mean, that, that's just how it is. And, and it's like everyone rushes to join, and then it's impossible for people to find you there. But I don't want to go on a tangent on that. We'll, we'll talk about that part next time. But yeah. the, ne- the next thing is is that I'm super excited about, I think is really going to resonate with a lot of artists watching the show, is one of your flagship features uh, in your early stage development is it's what you call smart collaborations. And I want people to like really understand the gist of this. As artists use your platform to co-produce 
like beats, songs, albums. It sounds like the rights of their entire process of production and workflow will be protected and monetized because of the blockchain. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, I okay. Mean, I like I, want, I really want people to understand this part because this is, yeah. I think so many of our viewers and just people that have passed through any music plus are going to be like super okay. excited to use this. Go ahead. So we we'll try, we'll try not to go too, too deep technically, but I mean, to explain blockchain, you kind of have to go just deep enough. Steam it and, um, and, and D sound and, and other platforms. So, um, you know, in short, um, a smart collaboration is a, is a smart contract. Concept of a smart contract is one of the first things you'll come about, come across when you start reading about um, blockchain. Essentially, what we're enabling artists to do is work to work with each other when there's not necessarily much trust there. So, it could be two people on opposite sides. Right, roll. Yep, little sound glitch there. <clears throat> check, check. Okay, you're back. You're back. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so it'll enable them to exchange um, their IP, their, their artwork with each other, whether it's vocals or music parts, um, and be protected by a, a smart contract, which is a simple agreement between two people. And it means you don't have to kind of shake hands with someone to make music with them and feel confident that um, you're not going to get ripped off down the line. Um, yeah. So, yeah, maybe I'll let Jimmy talk a little bit about how he might use that in like a, a real world scenario. Yeah, Jimmy, real quick before you speak, what really jumped out to me in this part was that it's not the finished product that we're talking about. It's the entire process because I've never heard anything like that. And I think that's super important. Go ahead, man. Yeah, so I mean, for me being an electronic music producer or a producer, so look, there's there's kind of two ways that I really see this working. Um, one will be sharing of sessions and um, in initiating that collaboration and kind of marking that in time on the blockchain of who's involved, what the percentage splits are, and and more or less, um, like yeah, the the sort of you know um, the details of the of the project. Um, and then another another quick example could be if I had a completed work um, and I needed to send the stems uh, to someone else um, for them to remix or edit, then, yeah, again, a smart contract could be used. And when that's um, engaged between the two of us uh, and agreed upon, then the, the files attached will, will uh, be sent to, to, the, to the person that needed them. And, um, yeah, it's just a, a nice safe haven way to... So yeah, as Sean said, get a handshake going on the other side of the world. Um, it's open documents. Yeah, so like a real world application of that in terms of the protection, it's like I'm a beat maker. I write some beats for a guy I'm collaborating with overseas or even if in a different city. He asked yeah. me to write some beats. I send it to him and then I never hear back from him. And then he ends up using my beats in his song. And I'm like, hey, those are my beats. He's like, what are you talking about? Like a situation yeah. like that will never happen anymore. I mean, yeah. that, like, to me, that, that's the importance of the blockchain. That's why I want people to, like, really understand the value of this technology. Because it's, and that leads into my next question, which is, I mean, Joe and I, we've been kind of insinuating, uh, you know, the application of this for months, just, just the blockchain. It's kind of a rabbit hole. It, you can have a 200 IQ. It'd still take you some time to just really understand, like, the utilization, like, the impact on multiple different uh, sectors of the music business. But 
but what I'm thinking about right now is like from a music licensing and digital rights perspective, like what what's your guys take on that? Like how, just yeah. kind of the new paradigm, but because it, we talked about protecting like your beats and your stems, but what about like an alternative to like ASCAP and BMI? Like how, how does a blockchain solve that? Yeah. And that's a, it's a really good follow on question. So the, the smart collaborations is, it's the first bit of functionality we're taking to the market. Um, something that we're working closely with a partner on that will, that will get it out to a, a big group of people soon. Um, we haven't set a date for it, but it's likely to be in the next few months. And that's just kind of step one of, of offering that utility to, to artists. Um, a little further down our roadmap, we're going to be building, um, a streaming, service where those songs that you've co-created are actually monetized similar to similar to Spotify or, or that type of experience. Um, but you're earning crypto for your plays. And through the smart collaborations that um, that un, that lie underneath the process, the royalties will actually go out to the people that have uh, participated in creating that track without having to wait six months for it to exactly. come through. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like when you get your relatives, it's, it's instant. That's the thing with the smart contract. You don't, you don't, as an artist, you don't have to like read a hundred pages about how smart contracts <clears throat> work. You use the platform royalties. It, it happens instantly. You, you, we, we've also had guests on the show talk about ASCAP and how there's like 15 different ways that you can get royalties. You get to spend months of research figuring out, but anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, the next thing I had for you is like Joe and I have been talking about Steemit for like three, four months. Uh, we've been using the platform a lot. We've just been networking with people and uh, we came across D Sound. We've been uploading this show as a podcast to D Sound. We've been uploading our own music. And then I looked at the creator D Sound a few months ago. I'm like, oh, you know, a guy named Pedro Calaco. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. And then. I came across you guys and I see your CTO is Pedro. I'm like, wait, man. Okay, what's going on? It's like, I'm just curious. How did you get together with Pedro? Um, and maybe say a few words about your early discussions and why you were choosing to build Emanate on EOS. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah. So I was getting deep into crypto uh, probably about 11 months ago and doing all my research as you were talking about you, you can dive deep down the rabbit hole and i joined steamit recently um for those who don't know i strongly suggest you should check it out social platform and um i saw that uh, on a facebook post it came through their page it said d sound which is essentially when i clicked on it and looked it was kind of a sound cloud um with music yeah. monetization already happening um through through the ecosystem that steamit um created and i was absolutely blown away and Sean and I had been discussing Emanate in its early stages and um, he's like, we have to speak with this guy, like, we have to. And so I think um, I quickly jumped on Steam Chat and hit Pedro up and just introduced myself and um, just was blown away, you know, by what he created and um, just, you know, had a chat, told him about, you know, who I was and what I'd done um, in terms of music and how, how it was amazing to see what he you know, created, um, and then swapped studio pictures and just, you know, knocked heads on what our passions were. And it, it, we, our musical tastes from a background were really aligned. Um, and we just sparked a, a great rapport. And, and Sean, um, obviously had, um, been working away on his vision and deck of, you know, the detail of how Emanate would operate. And 
um, I just linked Sean and, and Pedro up, and yeah, we were we were already looking for a technical co-founder, so um, we sent sent Pedro our pitch, jumped straight on a Skype chat with him, and he was like, "Guys, I love it," and you know, it was just that sort of example of us being musicians and people from a business and marketing background. We went away and we did what we knew how to do. And at the same time, on the other side of the world, a technical guy had gone away and done what he knew how to do, and the two pieces fit together perfectly. Um, and you know, we were we were working away on M and you know, literally a week or two after after meeting Pedro. Um, and I guess I can go on to start answering your next question because um, Pedro recommended that we should work on EOS, and this is way back in like um, October, November, when nobody really knew too much about it. Um, for those who know a little bit about blockchain, EOS is headed up by Dan Larimer, who also created Steemit, who also created um, BitShares. Um, so it felt like a natural path for us to go down, and we knew we were going to need, um, you know, fast block times, high transaction, tra- fast transaction times to support um, the build of Emanate. We didn't think it was going to be possible on Ethereum with the current transaction speeds and so forth. And um, yeah, just three EOS releases is, is doing a half a second block times. Um, so it's looking yeah, really I've, I've done quite a bit of research on the mat. I, I want to say a quick word on Dan Larimer. <laughs> I mean, he's like like the holy trinity of, uh, of cryptos. I mean, it's like BitShares, Steemit, building EOS. No, I, I, I think, you know, decades from now, I think people are going to look back and I think Dan Larimer is going to be one of, if not the greatest genius in the blockchain world yeah i mean it's just like i I don't think maybe a a few people compare to what he's contributed to this space and eos is his next project that's launching in like a month i believe um but anywhere we're gonna wrap up here soon so final question is we have in the lower third the website but uh where can people find you in social and is there a way to like maybe sign up to a mailing list or something. Yeah. Um, look, the best thing is to come to the, come to the website from there. We've got links to telegram, um, uh, LinkedIn, um, Twitter, Facebook, medium, Reddit, uh, yeah. talk. Uh, when you're in crypto, you have to be on everything. Um, so we've got a lot of chats going at, all at once. Artists can come and, and give us their details. They can't set up a profile page just yet, but, Come along, give us your details, and you know you'll be first in line. Um, so yeah, come and do that. And the more you kind of tell your friends about this project, the more likely it is to um, be able to earn money. World knows. Awesome, you guys! Thanks so much for coming on the show. We're gonna have you back to document the process of this startup because I think it's gonna like rock the world, man. I think so many of our listeners are going to want to use this uh, platform you're building. I'm super excited about it. But have a good night, guys. We're going to move on to the next tune. And I'm not sure what it is, Joe. I thought it was the Dave show. What the hell? <laughs> no, that's Synoptic. Synoptic. We've had this band as a featured artist in the past before we were doing the uh, live interviews and all that stuff. So they send us music, new music, whenever they get it. Um, and I love this band. These guys are awesome. I'm not exactly sure what's happening in this video, but uh, we'll uh, let you decide. We got Rainy Day Crush coming up. They're being real patient. I think they fell asleep there for a minute. I'm not really sure, but um, they're awake now. So <laughs> share this video out. Let us know what you think, and uh, we'll be right back.
Ryan, Indie Music Live, 122. I'm back! I'm back. I took a crap. I went to McDonald's. <laughs> uh, Which one anyway. first? Good guys. M8, that's a cool, that's a really cool project. Um, I'm excited about it as well. Remember we were doing like Music Coin and all that stuff, and it just keeps growing and growing. Steam It is big. We love Steam It a lot. I love Steam It. Um, I've made quite yeah, a few dude, bucks on Yeah, dude. Like, visualize, Joe. It's like he was... We've had a couple artists who were artists of the week at Music Coin. We had Breakout the Crazy that just won the open mm-hmm. mic contest on Steam. It they made like eighty or ninety bucks, and like uh, the artists that are like really staying on top of this stuff, they're making money on these platforms. I mean that that's the point of all this. Yeah, we're not we're not peddling just like random stuff here. It's like this is the future of this industry. So. Cool. So let's go ahead and bring in our featured artist of the week. Uh, these guys have been on the site a few times over the past couple of years. So um, it's time to have them as a featured artist. They just came out with some new music. We did a review, and I was so impressed with it that I got in touch with Matt, better known as Jumpy Matt, I guess. <laughs> and uh, they're still muted, Rob, just so you know, I think. And um, so we're going to bring them in. And so, guys, how you doing? Thanks for hanging out with us and being patient and uh, getting here early like you're supposed to and all that stuff. Uh, what's up? Our pleasure, hey. man. Yeah, how's it going? Happy to be here. It's going great. So you guys are now a trio and um, so we're going to talk about that with Dave. Dave's going to do another another just stellar interview coming up here. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I need about 45 minutes on this. 45 one. minutes to prepare. All right, we got all night. <laughs> so what I do in this section is um, uh, have you guys give us an elevator pitch of what you guys' music, what you're doing, um, and then we're going to watch the uh, – you can tell us quickly about what Heartbreak or How to Get Over It. Um, is about, and then uh, we'll watch a snippet of the lyric video, and then we'll come back and get deeper with Dave. Deeper and deeper with Dave. I love going deep with Dave. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you would. Yeah. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's Rainy Day Crush about? Uh, we're uh, uh, energetic. Uh, we call it indie pop rock. It's, uh, um, you know, w- w- a little too honest to be pop music and a little bit too... Uh, uh, what what uh, fun to be indie? A little, you know. Yeah, it's, we, just, um, we just like to have fun, and hopefully, like uh, you can hear it in our music that we just love to be around each other and love to share what what we have for everybody. So cool, cool. So Dana Roder says, "I bet you do, Matt." Referring to <laughs> yeah, you, just ignore everything she says. Everything <laughs> will be fine. <laughs> All right, get out of here, Dana. No, I'm kidding. Don't leave. Anyway, okay, so... She's upstairs, man, so don't get me in too much trouble. <laughs> what? She's upstairs right now. So you have trolls in your own house. That's yeah. scary. All right. <laughs> She's going to, like, come down and, like, start getting on camera. And... Anyway, so uh, Heartbreak or How to Get Over It. What's that song about? Um, What is it about? Uh, I, have, I have a hard time with this question. I think that if, if we... I mean, I don't want to be too smarmy about it, but I think if we talk about too much about what the song means to us, it uh-huh. might take away from what it means to somebody listening. And music is an intensely personal experience. So I'd like to, I mean, uh, we can tell how we recorded it, how it came together, but what it's about is up to interpretation. Gotcha. And this is your, is this your single or your new, your new single, or do you have something else that you're pushing as well? It's a, this is our uh, main single that we have going right now. Yeah, uh, we're, we're always in the process of writing new songs so we can put out there for the public. So, 
Right on. Cool. Yeah, this is this is the song off the EP that that captured a lot. Of, you know, the energy, the sound, uh, 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 a lot of the lyric content. It's it, it kind of did the best of bringing a lot of that together. So Absolutely. yeah, it would be the single. Yeah. Cool. So we're gonna take a listen to that. We'll give it a little two minute sample, and they'll come back and get deeper with Dave. Mm. Let us know what you think in the comments and share. We're ready, Dave. We'll Yo, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> So you had an, you had a uh, internal tension in 2004. I was thinking we could talk about that for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> all the detail, all the juicy details of the split. I'm going to have like to what everyone to said, my, the punches thrown, all that I'm stuff, have man. To refer you to my representative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we'll get to Sasquatch later, man. No, we were joking in the green room. You've had you've had a few different members of the band. There's you know a few people have changed in. You know, don't get along. It's like doesn't work out. Blah blah blah. That's normal. It happens. But Matt, you are the one man that has been around since day one of Rainy Day Crush. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, congratulations. I mean, that's <laughs> deserving of a trophy, right? Uh, yeah. Is it bravery uh, or stupidity? There's a fine line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it crosses <laughs> over sometimes, that's for sure. Um, but, okay, so you're singing now, and I have to ask you, this is what I said when we reviewed this song a month or two back, was, is James Hatfield from Metallica an influence? See, 
<laughs> Let's hear it, buddy. Yep, yep. I know there's something there. I knew it. I, uh, I, 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 uh, I, I love Metallica. They're they're one of the few heavy bands that I listen to. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can't say no. I mean, it's well, dude. When you go into your high voice in the chorus, it, it instantly, I'm like, dude, Metallica. Just for that like section. Yeah. Well, that's I it. Mean, <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, I, I hope our background vocals are a little <laughs> you, you know it's it is what it is that, that's one of those things like we were saying if if you hear that in there i i think it's a compliment you know i look up to metallica oh, i don't think yeah. we sound anything like metallica i don't no. think we're trying to sound like them but uh you listen to stuff and you can hear an influence and i mean it's uh, it's an it's not a bad thing all right matt going deep here man we're gonna break it down you might you got any tissues nearby you might break down I might need to wipe or something. I've got my shirt. I've yeah. I'm I, I can see you taking your glasses off and maybe just. All right, there you go. Just get ready. I'm here for him. You've had a bunch of different members come through. You're the one man that has been around since day one. Like, why have you stuck with this, man? And don't give me the cliche of like, I just love music. Like, why have <laughs> you stuck with this, man? What's what's behind the drive? Um, good question. No jokes, dude. Serious, man. <laughs> what what keeps you going, dude? We're we're coming on twenty years of you starting this band. It, it, it's I, I don't know, man. It, it, it's um, it's it's just it's when, when something is there, you just do it. Like you, um, I I do a I do a lot of other things too, and there's times when, um like the only thing you can do is pick up a guitar, sit down at the piano. Um, there's times when, when I, the only thing I can do is pick up a paintbrush and throw a bunch of paint at a canvas. Um, I mean, I think that's, I, I don't, I don't know if that's cliche or not, but it's, it's, it's when it's there, you just, I don't ask questions. Okay. All right, man, I'll help you out here. So you're an artist, you're a creator, man. I see in your bio, it's like you, you write poetry, you make books, yeah. You act, you do stuff like that. So, like, you're a creator. I mean, you have no choice. Anything other than you have to create. So it's like, it, this band is just another medium for you. So it's yeah. like, it's never crossed your mind. It's like, yeah, I'll just set this aside for a while. It's like, man, you're a creator. You're an artist. Is that it? Well, y- yeah. Well, that's kind of two questions. As <laughs> far as setting it aside, uh, you know, the band broke up for a while. And while, while it broke up, um, I didn't do, like, I don't think I opened one of my guitar cases for an embarrassed, I won't tell you how long, like, not just a couple of weeks or months. It was a year or two where I didn't even crack open a guitar case. Mm. And um, you hear it, you hear the guitar weeping when you're sleeping, right? Yeah, well. It, start, it starts crack, dude, I've experienced that, man, seriously. It, it starts well, getting dusty and it's like, David. <laughs> but see, that's what was weird for me is that, like, Sally. I was I was pouring a lot of energy into my day job, and that wasn't healthy for me. And it's one of those things where I could have kept going with the day job and 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 moving forward and put aside the guitar, but at some point, it um, you you know, we were asked to do a reunion show. It pulls you back, man. I mean, right? 
I thought you I was have no choice. I mean, that, that that's the artist. That's the constant plight of the artist is they yeah. don't have a choice. It's like they all, they're constantly getting pulled back I, to I express their I art. That, I think everybody has a choice, but I think, have you ever heard the parable of the, the frog in the boiling water? Yeah. Yeah. I, re- so, I recite it daily. I think that's what it was for me is that I was in the boiling water and somebody was turning up the heat and I think I got out, like I could have gone down that path where I didn't paint or create anymore and I just worked. And, you know, I got out of that and I didn't know, like, it was like somebody threw a, 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 in this analogy, threw a pot of cold water in my face and woke me up. Yes, it's the same thing, man. That's what I mean. Like, you don't have a choice. Like that, whether you call it the boiling water, it's like, boom, you get kicked in the ass. It's like, wait, like your mortality starts to set in. And it it happens at different times in people's career. It's like, wait, I, I just, I have to. I have to get this out. This thing's been stuck in my head for five years. Yeah. I don't have a choice, but I want to give uh, Mike a chance to speak for a bit here. Um, <laughs> Who is that guy? Ser- like really important question here, Mike, what's the chupacabra? <laughs> I mean, you, you have to explain that, mate. Chupacabra? <laughs> this is your chance to explain, man. It's like you spent a year living among the chupacabra. What? The hell does that mean? <laughs> That's my bio. Yeah. Just, uh, it, that was just like a little funny gimmick on my, uh, profile, honestly. But if you don't. Oh, man. You're backing down from that? You're not going to explain it? All right. There was a, it was in the wild. I was in a wild forest. Like in there my mind. Go. Yeah. I was like in the wild. Didn't know what I wanted to do at, at certain points. And, uh, love just, rescued me. Uh, not rescue me, honestly, but uh, nah, there's no no real big story about it. It's just uh, so it's a diff. It's like a new environment that only exists in your head. It's like the forest people. It's like some tribe in the forest, but it's only in your head. Exactly. Man, geez. All right, we're we're gonna have to dedicate an entire show to that story. All right. We're going to have to move on. We're running long today. Matt, final words. What, like, what are your thoughts on Bigfoot? Uh, well, I um, absolutely 100% believe Bigfoot exists. And, okay. um, and, um, <laughs> Thanks, Lee, yep. I mean, what, what else? I mean, I don't know, man. I do, I do a lot of, uh, you know, I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of YouTube watching and, uh, I'm conv- I don't think the Loch Ness monster exists. Um, I think that Bigfoot doesn't exist in a lot of people, in a lot of places people think he exists, but I think he's out there. Did you know, did you know, Dave, Dave, you want to get deep, did you know that they didn't, that we didn't even know gorillas existed until like a hundred years ago? Oh, and wow. Zeus. A hundred years ago? What are you talking about? A hundred? Gorillas a hundred years ago, people thought they were myths. All right. I'm, I'm serious. So in a hundred years from now, we're going to have Bigfoot in like zoos or they're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent serious. Everybody's going to laugh at me. I'm, I'm laughing at you. Speak to my representative. All right, man. I think Abraham Lincoln had a pet chimp, but that might be a <laughs> wrong memory. But anyway, all right. Where can people find you online? What's your like social handles and everything? Uh, it's it's all Rainy Day Crush. Uh, the, the only difference is, uh, you know, it's rainydaycrush.com. 
uh, Facebook, we're Rainy Day Crush. We're on Twitter as RDC Band. Um, but Instagram, um, I mean, everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. All those places, if they want to uh, contribute to the next album, uh, you know, give us awesome. a play and uh, all that kind of stuff. And thank you guys so much for having us. Yes, uh, yes, thank you. So hey, much. man, we featured you guys years ago. It's awesome to finally have you here uh, live and everything. So it's awesome, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah. All right, man. Moving on, Rob. Hopefully, you're ready to cue up the next tune, which I believe that's my delay tactic. Is uh, <laughs> song's called Angel. By the Brent Roach Project. Thank you much. Cue it up, right? Just like this. Right there. I heard an angel crying out my name. I heard an angel and it sounded quite the same. But the last time she spoke it was the last time she was here. Saying that he please don't go. You know was angel by the brett roach project you know listening to this tune it just makes me think it's like some people are born in the wrong decade i mean we've had a bunch of bands pass through any music plus that fall into this category even like coming back though too i know but but joe it's like they're you listen to this song and i'm thinking the scorpions mid 80s like really really close to that sound and obviously they like that sound so much where they're they're writing it, they're creating it today, you know, like like thirty years, thirty plus years later. Well, and it sounds on the rebound. It's like I know, fast. but it sounds great. It, it's like really well done. And the the guy's voice is amazing. He's got that like like just incredible range of the hair metal bands of the eighties. And you have to respect that. And I do respect that, but if this guy was born thirty years earlier, like 
that tune right there, that band would be opening for the Scorpions and and eventually headlining shows. Or Scorpion and Scorpions would be opening for them. Yeah, and vice versa. Exactly. Same with like Ben. Co- I think of Ben Cody too. He's like he's he. He want. I mean, it's like he grew up in the seventies or something, and he's like living that life. And these these artists, they almost want present day to come back to them where they feel more comfortable. And it's just interesting that that's just what I see with that. But cool. That's so it, yeah, man. I'm actually gonna try to get in touch with this guy and maybe see if he can come on as a featured artist or something. Yeah, incredible vocals and range, man. But yeah, we got a lot of submissions. If you want to submit your music, you can go to indiemusicplus.com. Then we have a bunch of different ways you can submit music, um, all the way from free to not free. But uh, you can go check it out yourself. If you need uh, help promoting your music. Feel free to uh, go by the website as well. We are going to have some uh, specials coming up for May, and I uh, just don't know what they are yet. So <laughs> if you have any ideas, let me know. Um, we're here next week, as always, in Indie Music Live. Uh, it's going to be episode one, two, three. Pretty cool, huh? If you play awesome. the numbers, next week's going to be the going to be the week to do it. So, Dave, you talked a lot tonight, but do you have yeah. any final words? <laughs> I, I did talk most of the show tonight, but uh, hey, man, we had some good guests. You guys from Emanate, I'm super excited about the platform. Dave, tell us about the block. Rob wants me to talk about blockchain. No, for five more minutes. No more. Just five more minutes, man. Chapter one, just five more minutes. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, we're going to look back in five years and we're going to make fun of Rob because he made fun of blockchain today because it's, it's where it's at, Joe. The technology's where it's at. Mm. Yeah, no, so. it's exciting stuff. I'm excited about it. So anyway, if anybody wants to really, uh, have a chance to make some dough, go check out Steam it right now. Steam it is, is rocking. So we're going to post this show actually on D sound, D live, uh, D tube, all that stuff mm-hmm. coming up. We're going to make some coin off it, hopefully. Who knows? Anyway, y'all have a great night. We'll see you next week. Rainy Day Crush, thanks for hanging out with us. Emanate, thanks for being Absolutely. on the show, everybody. Thanks for commenting. Nadir Norjahan was here, by the way. Nice. Um, so we'll, we'll catch you later, y'all. Peace. Just when it finally felt good to be alive